0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan.
1: Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're new to the show, I just want to tell you this is all about education. So if you have a question as we're going through, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719 Two one zero four two four two, 4242 and also to visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, go to the radio page and you can click on it and you can see a lot of past shows. We do a lot of educational topics from Medicare to IRAs to 401ks, kind of a lot of different topics because it all starts with being able to ask good questions. So, and while you're there, you can actually subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that way you can get notifications about the shows as they come. So anyway, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. So today we're going to talk about, can you possibly save money on healthcare? And this is one of the biggest things that we have to plan around because everybody needs healthcare and healthcare is wildly expensive and just unpredictable. It's We don't have that transparency in the program yet. So today what we want to try to do is give you some tips because you got to have it. So if there's any way that you can cut some corners or, or get it a little bit better, we want to help you do that because it'll make a difference in your financial plan and anything you save on health care becomes money that you can invest somewhere else. So that's always a good thing. But before we jump into the radio show, I wanted to touch base with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Well, I'm doing great, Tara. I've had a really good weekend and uh, just been doing good. Last week, so busy. And, uh, you know, that keeps me out of trouble. (laughs) So uh, we finally got some rain and that was good. But yeah, I've just been keeping busy. How about you? What's going on over there?
1: So we've been lucky, like with our countries having this heat wave and it's been pretty uh, bearable here. And I'm, I'm having some family visit right now. So that's nice, and, you know, getting to, to do that. It's nice that we're starting to be able to travel a little bit more and kind of hopefully keep getting back to normal, you know, got vaccinated. So I feel feel pretty good about getting out in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. My whole family—we've been fully vaccinated now for a bit, and uh, we got we got it kind of early because my wife uh, works in healthcare. My wife, my daughter, and my son all work in healthcare right now. At least uh, you know, my kids work for the summer as CNAs for an assisted living, right. Center And my wife uh, works for a health care related company. So we got our vax, and that's really good. We're fully vaccinated, ready for the summer. So <laughs> that's good. That's good. And uh, I hope everybody out there stays safe. And uh, it seems like we're coming out of it. Hopefully uh, we do still need to be diligent, but I'm looking forward to this topic. I mean, we're talking about health care today. So right. it kind of ties right in, Tara. And how's Chris doing? Are you keeping Chris in line? Uh, is he?
1: you know, as much as you can.
0: Yeah. Well, I know he, he does a lot of the legwork in his meeting with a lot of people, a lot of uh, listeners uh, who call in and have questions. I know uh, Chris talks to them a lot. You've been busy working on your book and uh, can't wait to to uh, read that. That's going to be exciting. And I know our, our listeners, there'll be some offers for them uh, coming up. So uh, beginning of next year, right?
1: january twenty fifth is what we're shooting for now.
0: Excellent. Excellent. well, I've read I've read some uh, snippets, and it's just amazing so far. So uh, I have nothing but great things to say. I, I'm excited uh, so we can talk about it on the air once it comes out. But regarding health care, I mean, you know, I think you spelled it out really well. you know, with things like people get the latest gadget or a new suit, you, you generally can come up with a way. Uh, to plan for it or get it at a better price. You know, people find discounts. If we're going to get something like that or a new computer, we always find a sale or a coupon. But with healthcare, it's different. It's not like these healthcare insurance companies uh, offer Groupons, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> or, or you know, there's not a flyer in the Sunday paper uh, with a coupon in it for. You know, a discount off health care, you know, Blue, Blue Shield, uh, you know, buy one plan, get one 50 percent off. <laughs> There's no BOGO deals with health care uh, or, uh, you know, broken limbs, uh, nothing like that. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I think our audience as well as myself, um, we're going to be listening close today.
1: So, I and excellent, Tony. And so, you know, one of the things I believe in is continuing education all the time. And so I came across this great article in Kiplinger called 20 Ways to Save on Healthcare. And, and I wanted to share that with everybody because, you know, we, it's just all about every little bit of, of positive traction you can get when it comes to creating your finances helps. And so I know for folks listening today, one of these tips may help you. So yeah. it's, it's pretty exciting. So one of the things that's interesting is this article is that, even if your employer picks up a sizable chunk of your healthcare costs, you're still likely to be forking over thousands of dollars every year. Healthcare yep. is expensive. I think it's one of my great. clients said it's it's my condo without a roof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, I love it, but it it, it is so true. Healthcare and is outrageous.
1: It is. And so according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, Workers who have employer-provided health care. This is employer-provided. Still pay about twelve hundred dollars a year for single coverage premiums, and then family coverage. It's up almost like six thousand dollars, fifty-five hundred dollars. So
0: or more in some cases. Right. I know that family uh, a, a good family plan. If you want a low deductible, it's going to be about twelve grand a year through uh, uh, companies I've worked for in the past, and and people I've talked to recently who work for medium size companies, it's a lot of money still, even with the company covering a lot of the costs.
1: And then you just touched on it is that is then you think you have good health care in play. And then sometimes you have still have large deductibles. Yeah, it can be almost two thousand dollars. Yep. So, most
0: have Huge deductibles. And in order to pay for it, you still have to be putting your own money into an HSA on top of the premiums. Right. So, Yeah.
1: So it's, it's just, it's, it's really expensive. So we always want to try to, to look at it. So one of the f- first simple ways that you can try to keep your healthcare costs under control a little bit is to try to make sure that you do stay in your plans network. And I'm having to learn this as a military person, um, because I've just gone to the military hospitals and you just kind of go and see who you get. But it's interesting that once you start to get these networks, if you stay in your network, it's, it, it is a little cheaper. And I can tell you, especially for us, Tony, with dental care, that's where I've noticed a big difference. Like I think Chris needed to have a root canal and we wanted to go to this one dentist, but then it turned out he wasn't in our network and it was going to be twice as expensive. Yep. And so yeah. so there's little things like that where, you know, unless there's a real good reason why you want to see someone outside your network, then try to stay within your network. So that's a thing that can help.
0: Yeah, and that's been a real problem, Tara. I even I've seen some news articles on this, and people have complained so much that I think there's some uh, pending legislation uh, to deal with that situation that may offer, if it passes, some degree of future relief. Is that correct?
1: Well, hopefully, Tony, because you know, beginning in 2022, the federal law is supposed to dictate that insurers are going to provide in care network rates on the surprise medical bills. Because what happens if you unknowingly get emergency care from a provider outside their network? And Tony, I can tell you that happened to me. So when I was down in Florida with the horses about four That's years right.
0: ago, That's right. I, I broke
1: my ankle. And it was broken. Like, it was turned completely sideways. So so no one would even touch me. Like, no one would bring me to the hospital because they're like, we're not touching that. <laughs> so I had to get an ambulance. Ambulance ride was $3,000. Oh, oh. And and then we got, and then you just go to the emergency ride, room. Yeah, I would
0: have given you a ride to the hospital for 300.
1: No one would touch it. They were like, no, because they didn't. And I don't blame them because you don't want to. No. It was, it was hanging off. It was not. I didn't I didn't even, I looked at it once. And I'm like, oh, I'm not looking at that. But oh. so then you get to the, you go to the ER and you, you got to get that fixed. Like that's not optional. Right. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and so the, the, you know, the the surgeon that was on call came down because they had to straighten it out because apparently they were like, why aren't you screaming? And I'm like, it doesn't hurt. And they're like, oh, oh, that's not good. (laughs) Because apparently it was cutting off the nerves and the blood flow. So they had to fix it. And it turned out that that surgeon, though, he wasn't in my network. So after they kind of got it stabilized, I had to spend the next couple of days. And Chris wasn't in Florida with me. So he was doing this remotely from across the country, trying to find a surgeon that was in my network so that I could get the surgery that I needed to have oh no and and i'm just like thank goodness i mean and and thank goodness that we were both two adults and we didn't have like kids to worry about and so i just can't even imagine like for families i mean this was hard enough for us but we were two capable people can you imagine for someone who's got trying to juggle kids and because you know how it is the wait time will be two hours yeah yeah, it's
0: insane. And so, yeah, the healthcare system, I mean, it's no news to our listeners out there that it, it's frustrating and messed up and expensive. However, uh, the in-network thing, uh, like you said, uh, just emergency procedures and emergency room visits and ambulance rides there should be no such thing as out of network for emergency room visits and emergency procedures. If you have an accident, it just shouldn't apply. And so I'm glad they're at least trying to get that fixed and change. 2022 can come fast enough for that, for a lot of us, you know,
1: that, and then hopefully, I mean, cause emergency is one thing, but then so the, the thing that really bites is when you get an unexpected bill and it wasn't an emergency, And because what you don't want to get caught is that situation where you could have made a different choice.
0: Yes. Well, I know. Yeah. And that's happened. Uh, I know people I've heard the horror stories and, you know, it's not a surprise. It sounds more like a kick in the teeth, Tara. (laughs) 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 Well,
1: it's unfortunately, it just reminds me of like taxes. It's like whoever knows the most rules wins.
0: Yep, exactly. (laughs) So so what's next? What's another way?
1: Right. So the next thing that you can try to do is a lot of these healthcare systems are getting smart that preventative health care works. So, you know how the doctor always like used to say, have you eaten your vegetables? Are you eating all You know, are you exercising because sure. preventative care works? And so there's a lot of plans that actually will have preventative care services that they'll provide without sending you a bill, even if you haven't hit your deductible. So some of these things can include, let me give some examples, because you're probably listening and going, well, like, what would that be? And so some of the things can be like immunizations, uh, screenings for depression, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes. And, you know, if you have certain risk factors, like mammograms are also offered as well, because what they've learned is just statistically, if you catch things early, it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> They're wow. not doing it goodness of their hearts, but they go, hey, if we catch these problems early, then we can treat them and it'll and work for all of us. So it's one place that for the listeners, Tony, is that they can go to healthcare.gov and search for preventative care benefits. Hmm. Then that will let them research some of the things that they may have that they didn't even know, because I bet a lot of people, if they're like me, like I, I have no idea what preventative care benefits I may have. So um, I'm going to actually do that myself. Because you'll see there's like a lot of services that can be broken down for adults, for women, for children. And preventative care services, they do come at no cost if they're provided by a doctor in your network. So you just want to check and see because you don't want to miss out on something that's already available. You just didn't
0: know. Right. Exactly. And so, actually, Tara, let's give that website one more time it's healthcare.gov. That's healthcare.gov. And then you search for preventative care benefits. And I, I think ultimately, like you say, preventative care might not only save you a few bucks, but it might also prevent or slow down some of the medical conditions that can negatively affect you uh, later, like physical activities, uh, things that make retirement so much fun. Uh, so you don't you want to prevent those issues. So you can enjoy your retirement eventually. Um, now, we should probably take this time to let our listeners know if they have questions about this or want to make sure that their overall financial strategy includes health care costs. Uh, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Sure, Tony. So people can call Chris and I at 719-210-4242. That's 719 210 4242. And definitely give Chris and I a call if you haven't really understood, like your financial plan is holistic. And so it's not just about your 401k or your emergency fund or your IRA. Healthcare is actually a big part of it because when we look at your financial plan, we want to grow the money, but we also look at protecting you from those things that will suck your money away, like an unexpected healthcare expense. And so part of a good financial plan is growing your IRAs, growing your 401ks, but you also have to have a defensive part of your plan that protects you from those unexpected emergencies because an unexpected $200,000 bill can really set you back in terms of your planning and your growth and your compounding. So please give Chris and I a call if you're wanting to make sure that you're looking at is healthcare included in your holistic plan. And Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. All right.
0: Well, thanks, Tara. And let's keep it rolling with this topic. Uh, you've been talking about some of the ways that we can save money on our healthcare, which is, wow, who doesn't want to save money on healthcare? Uh, but you also need to ensure that you have all the services you need. And I think it's been a good discussion so far. So what do you have for us next?
1: So this next one I'm actually a big fan of is, you know, because of the pandemic, we started doing video or telephone consults with doctors. And that started to become, it's called telehealth care services. And it started to become a lot more popular. And a lot of times the, if your insurance provider covers that, you can get a telehealth service, you know, basically speaking to a professional on the phone. And sometimes it'll cost less than actually going to do an an office visit. And like for me, Tony, I get a sinus infection a couple of times a year. I know the symptoms, I know what happens, and I just need a prescription for antibiotics. I don't need to go sit at a doctor's office and go through that whole process to have someone go, oh, you need some antibiotics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: So for me, that's like a dream to go, Okay, I just I just need a prescription. Um, And I always like when I'm traveling, like in Mexico, I, I can just go buy antibiotics at the pharmacy.
0: Right. But exactly. here you
1: can't. So for things like that that you need to have, you know, or cough syrup or, you know, basics, you know, a refill on your, your um, nasal spray or something for your allergies. Those are things that it's worth looking into because if you can do that just over the phone, that can save you not only money, but a lot of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it can. And I, I just think that, uh, well, when we look at things like that, Tara, it's so important to understand how it works and what's covered. And I think more and more of the insurance plans out there are offering that. My wife and I, with we have three kids. We have used that and we take advantage of that. I wish we had had that when the kids were little, because so often, you know, it's like, okay, they have an ear infection or a throat sore throat. And I know that uh, antibiotics would probably knock it out, but do you, you want to go to the clinic where there's a room full of sick people and you know, you're already worried about getting sick yourself because you can't take care of your, it's not being selfish. You just, how can you take care of your kids and work at your job uh, to provide for your children if you get sick? And so that's always fun, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Going to the clinic, I think, is just a yeah. If you can avoid that, and it's something simple, you got You got you to do it. And I'm sure that uh, some of our listeners today would probably think a virtual medical appointment might be cumbersome from te- a technology standpoint. Maybe if you're a little older, or don't like technology. But the re- you know reality is, it's actually pretty user friendly.
1: It's pretty user friendly. And so, for, and there's a lot of people today that are good with computers. So, and good <laughs> with their phones. So, it, it, even if just the people that are very happy with technology use it, 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 it saves. And I can yeah. tell you, too, I'm still the old school person where I want to talk to a person. And, and Chris yeah. is, like, if, if at too. all possible, if he can just get online and do it without talking to anybody, <laughs> that's where he's at.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to talk to somebody in person. I get, I'm old school.
1: That's that's my uh, my preference. I, I, I hate to I don't like to think I'm old enough to say I'm old school.
0: <laughs> You're not, <laughs> I'm but still old school.
1: But uh, what was I saying? I said the other day I was talking to some of my airmen and I used the word awesome, and they were like, "Yeah, that's nobody says that anymore."
0: <laughs> I say it all the time. What I'm not supposed to be saying that I use the word awesome all the time.
1: You're self-identifying with me. <laughs> you, know you know what our
0: you uh, know what our sound editor Mitch would say to me. He'd say, "Okay, boomer." <laughs> Even though I'm not a boomer, I'm too young to be a boomer. That's those are my parents. But so, what's next?
1: So, so one of the things that we've talked about a lot on the shows is like with your 401k, you want to take advantage of that that matching, right? Yep. And it's not our topic today, but I'll stomp that again. Make sure you're taking advantage of your matching with your 401k. Yeah. But one of the things really interesting with healthcare is that sometimes with these health savings accounts or these flexible spending accounts, some employers will do matching for those. Wow. And that,
0: that's, that's awesome. If you do have an employer, maybe some big companies do that. And I think that would be amazing.
1: And it goes back to that preventative health thing. So you just want to be aware that your employers, they're only going to match your contribution, um, which makes sense, right? They're not going to do more than you're doing, but just you want to find out and ask that question if that's a, a, a benefit that you have, because there's these things like that, you know, you might, the company might think they've informed you and sent you something in the junk mail or it might've been in a stack that you may or may not know. So it's right. just great to ask the question. And that could be a phone call that might just save you a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that that could be a lot, and there are discounts too. Some some companies get incentivize the programs their healthcare with breaks on monthly premiums for things like gym memberships and um, you know doing things like that. I mean, if you're a smoker your company might offer free access to a program to help you quit, take advantage of that. And that's a way to save on healthcare. And you know, you might get a break on your premiums even for participating in that program to quit smoking. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's a win-win right there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously if you can quit smoking, that's always a great thing. Yes. So, so the next thing that I mentioned, so we talked a little bit about health savings accounts, but let's go into just a little bit more detail. So more commonly referred to as HSAs, the health savings accounts, potentially can be an excellent way to save more on your health care. Because if you have a high deductible plan and like in 2021, you are allowed to actually contribute $3,600 for self-coverage and $7,200 with a family plan. And then if you're 55 or older, kind of like the same, same thought process, you can actually do $1,000 catch-up contributions, and so but here's why this this matters is HSAs are funded with pre-tax dollars. So that means you get to deduct that and then you that money will grow tax deferred and then you can withdraw the money as needed for medical expenses. So, you know, we talk about having your money do more than one thing instead of just having money sitting in your bank account, you know, earning little to no interest. If you can put it in an HSA, you get to have that money grow tax deferred. So you get a tax advantage and then the money's there when you're going to need it for your family. So that's another potential way that we can look at. We'd like to I like to talk about in the book, I'm talking about this a lot, Tony, is how do you leverage your money so it's doing more than one job? You know, money sitting in a bank account is just there earning maybe little to no interest.
0: You got to make can, it work for you.
1: If you can take that same money and maybe put it in an HSA so you're going to get a little tax benefit, you're still going to have the money available to do the job it needs to do. But that way it's doing more than just one thing sitting in your bank account. Yeah. So this idea of leveraging your money is is something I really want people to start to think about and understand.
0: Well, that's great. And that's a great point. HS, HSAs are a great way for people to do that, really leverage their money and save on healthcare. Now, uh, along that same line, along those same lines, flexible spending accounts. Right. They're somewhat similar and they get a lot of attention when it comes to healthcare care planning as well. Right.
1: They are. They're another, another tool, a lot of times through your employer, so that you can contribute up to about $2,700 in pre-tax dollars and then withdraw the money for certain medical expenses. So, right, here's the thing, Tony, with all these benefits, anytime you're getting a tax benefit, there's always going to be some caveats, right? So, yeah. you just got to make sure that you understand what the rules are. And again, it goes back to that. Whoever knows the most rules wins. So, if the government's going to give you... A break on taxes there's going to be some rules to follow so just make sure you understand what those are but for some people the fsa funds they can use them for child or elderly care and some of those limits may be different but if you're using it for medical expenses right now the limit is twenty seven hundred dollars but ultimately you can withdraw hsa or fsa flexible money um, tax-free to cover deductibles co-pays and insurance and and that's a huge deal if you can put money away and get a tax break. And then with the certain things that it qualifies for, you can pull that money out tax-free. That's way better than just having it sit in your bank account. And the cool thing is some of these accounts can be used for things like eyeglasses, medical monitoring equipment, testing devices, and some orthodontic work. So you just want to make sure that you look at the rules because, especially if you have a family, right, you don't ever know what the emergency is going to be, but there's going to be something.
0: Yeah. There's always something, right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Always.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have kids, but even if you don't, there's always something. And, you know, I mean, your healthcare strategy is a huge part of your financial and retirement strategy. It needs to be. Uh, And I'd certainly urge anyone listening out there. uh, And this just, this isn't a sales pitch. This is just part of the advice we offer on the show. You have to work with a financial services professional who's going to be able to look at what you have for healthcare coverage and look at the costs for healthcare and determine how it's going to fit into your overall financial strategy, right? And so uh, it's just another important part, especially as you get older and start retirement planning. And I know you do a lot of retirement income planning for people, Tara, and you have to look at, okay, how are you going to pay for health care until you hit 65? And then after you hit 65, uh, you know, we have to look at what Medicare covers and doesn't cover. And I know these are things that you and Chris have helped your clients out with. So if any of our listeners have questions about this, they need to pick up the phone and give you guys a call. And then uh, you'll need to have a, a sit down with them. And there's no cost for that initial consultation, uh, just your time. Uh, there's no charge. And I think that's really important, isn't it?
1: It is, Tony. And I like that you brought it up because one of the big things we help a lot of people with when they come into the office is they have a situation where the primary breadwinner, usually the husband is retiring and getting on Medicare, but the wife is younger. So there's this gap where when he retires, they don't have the company coverage anymore for health care. So then they have to figure out how they're going to have health care for a spouse that may not reach Medicare age for a few years. And so, that becomes a big thing we have to plan for retirement to make sure it's successful because that can be an expense that you weren't ever used to having. Yeah. And so, we want to, you know, like I said, medical expenses are one of the biggest things that people forget about as the defensive part of the financial plan because we're all focused on the, the growth phase. You know, you think of that bell curve and the money growing and that's good, but then you got to have some defensive things in your plan to make sure that your plan doesn't get torpedoed unexpectedly. Right. And- and that's what we want to look at. But one of the things about HSAs that's nice is they don't expire. So, I'm a big oh. fan of strategies Tony where you can put your money away and then if you don't need it for that thing, you get to keep it.
0: Tara, the show just flew by. We're out of time already. Oh, is boy. there yeah, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go today?
1: Well, Tony, I mean, the the biggest takeaway from today's show is setting yourself up for success, because the thing is, is you you are now responsible for your own retirement. It didn't used to be that way. There's not very many pensions out there anymore. A lot of people have 401ks and building that good plan means definitely having a plan for your health care because you got to have health care. It's not optional. So we want to make sure that that is part of your holistic financial plan. So for people listening today, if you don't know how healthcare is part of your holistic financial plan, give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Because, Tony, we don't just look at the growth of your accounts. We also look at how you protect the accounts because it's holistic and has to go together. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242 for those folks that want to have the best plan possible for their success.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's important. Well, Tara, great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our great host, Tara Nolan.
1: Join us again for Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.